Hey gearheads and welcome to Garage Talk, a discussion about all things automotive. I'm Corey. And I'm Matt. And each week this podcast will serve as a catalyst for discussion on all sorts of topics that grind our gears, rev our engines, or just need a bit more conversation. And on this week's episode, we are giving some practical advice from a little bit of our own personal experience. Yeah. Uh, me, it's been a little while, but you actually have some really practical first-hand digging into it right now with your new Subi yeah. uh, knowledge of how to start upgrading your vehicles, where you should go, what you should do first, what you shouldn't do. Things Probably of plenty of what not to do. Yeah. Probably more so from you than for me because we've talked about it. I, I've dipped my toe in the water. You've jumped in head first Basically, yeah. checking the depth. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to know more about your hosts, more about what we're doing, car news, this, that, and the other, head on over to gtgaragetalk.com. From there, you will find links to all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can also find out how to support this channel to ensure you continue getting quality content from yours truly and Matt. And let's just dive right into this, Matt. Modifying vehicles. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um why don't we start with me? I, okay. I, I don't want to be like self-obsessed or anything. No, you're, right. good. you're good. But uh, I, I definitely am the less experienced of the two of us okay. in this arena. All right. You've probably got much more fun stories to tell. Oh, I've got probably more practical stories to tell. And, right. and I've alluded to uh, a few already. And you can go back and listen to any of our past episodes. But when it comes to modifying vehicles, uh, I have not gone in deep. Um, in fact, there are only two vehicles that I've really legitimately modified. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both Chevrolets. They were both purchased new by me, uh, which... We don't hold that against you. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, made it a little more difficult because, again, uh, like it was money that I shelled out and was continuing to shell out for these vehicles. Right. Uh, and here I am with a Sawzall cutting off the exhaust on one of them. Love that uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I was hoping you were going to bring that up. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll go into a little more detail <laughs> yet again, uh, for those that have not been following us from the very beginning. But, um, so yes, my car modification, uh, story begins with my first car. She was a 1991 Cadillac Eldorado, mm. uh, maroon inside, maroon outside. I called her the Aggie Caddy. Her name was Rosita, but uh, <laughs> I, I joke. Uh, the modifications in that vehicle were the sound system because it had a 90s era uh, cassette player of in it. Of course it had a cassette. Um, I got a detachable faceplate CD player, so I was Ooh. alpine. I stepped it up, and uh, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so upgraded the stereo sound in that and made it a party mobile. I had a purple strobe light in the back. <laughs> yes, uh, that that one is well deserved. Okay, yeah. um, man, it would hit with the music. Right. I tell you what, yeah. <laughs> there's my Hank Hill for you. Um, those <laughs> that was legit the only air quotes modifications oh. I did on that vehicle. You're still laughing at the fact that I turned into Hank Hill, aren't Basically, you? Basically, yeah. I'll tell you what, Bobby. Mm. Um, so, yes, <laughs> the first vehicle I legit modified was my 07 Silverado, and so, you took a sawzall to it. 
Yes, uh, multiple different types. So this was my first ever. Before bro- you get too deep into that, do we yeah, want to change ba- the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably just going to keep happening, so we can leave it or we cannot. But that's fine. So uh, yes, this was the first brand new vehicle I ever bought. The first, uh, and really the third vehicle I had ever owned. And um, yeah, so. <laughs> it, it was a blank slate. Uh, it was crew cab, two wheel drive, V eight. Um, it was a nice rig. Yep. It really was. It, it was, was a two LT and leather seats. Uh, had the bucket seats up front. It, it was nice. Twenties um, Texas edition. Yes, Texas edition. I, I still remember the sticker on it was thirty seven. I bought it for thirty five. The amount of truck I got for thirty five k in two thousand seven. Uh, you cannot even touch. No, no. <laughs> Nowadays, it, it is ridiculous with truck prices. You can get some mid-sized pickups, yeah. for less than forty. Right. Some. Right. Right. And you're not getting no. leather seats. You're Mm-mm. not getting yeah, Texas edition. N- nothing. Just anyway. as a side note, okay. I, I have to make mention of this because we've brought up Texas edition. Your truck was two-wheel drive. Yes. Probably get in trouble for this, but I feel like there's a caveat to the Texas edition that it should be four wheel drive. Yes, always. <laughs> okay, so to be fair, uh, the Texas edition, I believe, even now has been degraded to mostly just badging. But <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, of all the Texas edition trucks, because Nissan's got one on the Titan, Ford's got one on the F one fifty. Yep. Uh, Chevy GMC has one on the Silverado Sierra. Uh, Rams got one. They call it the Lone Star Edition. Yeah. Um, I believe those are the only ones that really have it. a Texas yeah. Edition. Uh, no, uh, Toyota's got one. I'm not quite sure they're branding on it, but Toyota's no. got one. Uh, Chevy GMC, I believe, and I'm totally biased on this, so everyone can correct me if I'm wrong. Chevy GMC has the best Texas Edition badge. Uh, so it reads Texas, but right. the X is a star, the Lone Star of Texas, and then it says a special edition or edition under the word Texas. It's the, the most uh, classy of them. The Ram one, like well, I said, it is yeah, Lone Star. Lone star. They, they're kind of going after the belt buckle thing. Right. Uh, Nissan really went after the belt buckle. Like it, it's a giant. It's big. It's huge. Uh, it's probably like six inch diameter circle. Is, yeah, is the uh, it's as big as is the Toyota one the 1836 edition? Is that what the? I, I'm I feel not like quite there's sure. A yeah, they do have an 1836. We're getting way off topic yeah, here, are. but yeah. So <laughs> again, I'm biased. Yes, four wheel drive would be nice. Yeah, it did come with, uh, like I said, that, or you said the uh, 20 inch wheels. Yeah, uh, the G80 locker from Eaton. Yeah, uh, which was an automatically mechanically locking rear differential. Uh, it was a nice, nice truck. Yeah. I used it. Uh, I was in pool service at the time as a side gig, so that's really how I paid for it. I, I had a side gig of cleaning pools, maintaining pools, uh, f- turning black pools clear again. Um, I've got some interesting <laughs> stories on that one. I, I killed many a tadpole. Um, that's another story for another day. No, oh, yeah. But, uh, yes. So, 
Uh, modifications on this one. The first one I did was super simple, relatively cheap. Um, went with K&N, uh, did a full-on intake replacement okay. on this truck because... Basically from the throttle body out, right? Right, yeah. right. Uh, all the way t- to the air filter, yeah. So air filter to throttle bottom. Throttle body, I can't talk. I'm not a podcaster, what are you talking <laughs> about? And uh, it, I think it was like 350 bucks. so one overly expensive right. and promises of extra power, better mm-hmm. fuel economy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, also sounded a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. They never really tout that up in their marketing, but... Right. Full air intakes like that one definitely make the engine sound better, which was an at that point an unexpected benefit for me at the time. I was like, yeah. man, this sounds good. Oh yeah. And uh I, I I have said it before on the podcast, I'll say it again. Taking the old one off, it was like, How is this truck even breathing? No there were kidding. so many baffles and air chambers and like what what were the designers thinking when they built this plastic monstrosity well, they're, they're that thinking, was replaced with a straight tube? They're thinking uh, that 85% of those who are buying that truck are not buying it because they want to hear the engine. They're right. buying it because they want it quiet, quiet. and comfortable. And So that's, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to hear that engine, baby. <laughs> let it roar. Uh, yeah, that's... So, so, yeah, and that was a relatively easy. All you had to know how to do for that upgrade is how to turn a screwdriver, basically. Because yeah. it was all hose clamps. Of, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the only tool you needed was a flat blade screwdriver for the hose clamps. Uh, super easy install. Could be done in an afternoon. Yeah. No headache, no problem whatsoever. Oh, yeah. The next upgrade is what we've already alluded to, uh, where the Sawzall came into play. So, again, I worked at a pool store and in pool service at the time. Uh, We backed it into where we parked the forklift every evening and uh, got to work on it there. We live in Texas. It gets hot, so we needed some air conditioning. And we jacked that baby up, and I could not bring myself... (laughs) (laughs) To take a Sawzall to a perfectly good $35,000 to me rig right. that uh, 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 there were there was no logical reason to upgrade the exhaust. Well, I there, think there's plenty of logical reasons. <laughs> there to was it. a lot of wants of why I wanted to upgrade <laughs> the exhaust. And the exhaust I got was a Gibson branded exhaust. It was a bolt-on system. So, again... Did not have to be proficient at welding. I, there was no welding. Right. Again, the only tools you really needed after the Sawzall, which was uh, not a required step, but saved us hours oh, of yeah. work yeah. trying to get the old exhaust out of there. Weaseled around. And because you had to go up and over the rear axle and all yep. that fun stuff. So yep. it, it just made it infinitely quicker and easier to cut the old thing off. Again, all you really needed was to know how to turn a wrench and make sure you twist everything down, follow the uh, the rules or the instructions as they laid it out for you. And by the end of the day, I had a sweet-sounding, easy-breathing oh, uh, yeah. 5.3 Chevy V8. It did sound really good. It, it really did. The problem is, and <laughs> this is a funny story I have not shared on the podcast yet. So I'm not quite sure... 
what I did wrong. Oh, boy. Um, but at certain RPMs, when I was flooring it, there would be this metallic rattle. Like, it was it was metal on metal. Mm-hmm. And to me, what it sounded like was one of the... I went with a dual straight out the back, right. round, like, three-inch tailpipes. Um, and what it sounded like to me was one of those tailpipes was rattling on the metal rear bumper. Right. Um, so Bill Ingvall of the Blue Collar Comedy <laughs> Tour uh, has this whole shtick about here's your sign mm-hmm. of uh, th- how stupid can you be? Here's your stupid sign. Uh, <laughs> I, I had been driving it. I heard it. It, it was on my nerves enough that I was going to finally do something about it. I pulled over to get gas. And uh, I was just checking to make sure the clearance on both of them was the same because it looked a little bit like the left one was lower than the right one was. Right. I liked where the left one ha- hung right. in relation to the bumper versus the right one. And so I, my dumb self, used my hand mm-hmm. <laughs> as How the device it, Corey? To, <laughs> to, to check the clearance between... The freshly hot exhaust uh, and the bumper. Let me tell you, the left one did, in fact, hang down just a little bit lower because I didn't touch. And so that gave me the confidence to go and check the right side. Right. The right side did, in fact, hang just a little bit higher Uh because I knew instantly, that's a hot sail pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I I looked around to make sure nobody was there to hand me my stupid sign because i definitely deserved it on that one oh Uh, that's too good so here here's your sign Corey. don't touch a hot exhaust um so yes that that was my learning moment um love it yeah when we went to go change the exhaust uh it had been sitting outside we only fired it up long enough to move it into the shop Mm -hmm. then we had to jack it up so it had a chance to cool from what little uh engine time had been on it right. for moving it and then we, we had to muster up the courage to actually saw the thing off so yeah um it it was <laughs> i'd have done it for you <laughs> well thank you um <laughs> I, I, no I don't i don't doubt that you would yeah and so yeah uh it, it, it was an <laughs> interesting experience uh, i learned not to touch hot exhaust uh, one of those things you don't think you need to be taught right so those were my two "Quote unquote big uh, upgrades on um, Sarah Joe, my Silverado. The other was I changed out the grill. Yeah. So um, the grill I ordered, I don't even believe they sell anymore. But for a while, I know the place I bought it from doesn't exist anymore. It was StylingTrucks.com, um, and it was a billet grill. Okay. And it was sold as it could either be an insert, which basically just overlaid over the black honeycomb part inside the chrome surround or you could go full-blown crazy replacement and uh the way that the 07 to 13 silverados uh, grills were is basically it was all one big piece of plastic right they just spray or had chrome air quotes chrome on the surround and left the insert black part shiny black and uh, all that to say, it was a cross pattern uh, of the all across, yeah, yeah, of the honeycomb that had 
five million <laughs> it felt like <laughs> points to which I had to cut off yeah. to get that old one out of there. And I don't think I ever went back and truly sanded it down because again, the billet grill I had uh, was not your typical billet grill. It was like two times as thick. Like it was in your face. Right. Billet grill. And I got it cause it was different. And to the point where they actually used images of my truck on the website as here's what it looks like installed. Oh, wow. So I was proud of that. Well, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, by that point in time, when it came to cutting my truck apart. You were completely I was, okay with I it. I was a little more well-versed and it wasn't as structural as an exhaust. Right. And uh, the worst that I would be out would be the cost of a new grill, a new grill surround, which would probably be as much as it would have been to replace the exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so those were my major upgrades yeah. that uh, I, I have done. And then Camaro, my Camaro, my uh, 2012 Camaro SS, uh, I also put a K&N intake on that. And I remember the install of that one. This shows you how easy the process is. was done on a Wednesday night after church. I'm a youth pastor with a couple of my teenagers outside to help me. It was done in the dark. We, nice. <laughs> we pulled it up under uh, the porch to get the porch light from our church. Uh, but... It was, for all intents and purposes, done at night in the dark. Nice. With a couple teenagers helping me, not because I needed it, but because they wanted to. Because that's what you wanted uh, to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's get under the hood of this Camaro and tinker a little bit. Yeah. So when I say I've dipped my toe into the waters that is vehicle modifications, had I had the Camaro longer, I probably would have gone a little crazier. I probably would have done some suspension I would have. Oh, mm-hmm. I was dreaming. <laughs> I was going to go headers all the way back. Nice. Um, not just a cat back exhaust like I did on my truck, but I would have gone all the way. Uh, I had them priced. They weren't cheap. No. And no. again, uh, if you go back to the episode where Matt and I are uh, talking about uh, should you own your dream vehicle? Do or don't. Uh, do or don't. Yeah. Um, I was living to the point where it was paycheck to paycheck when I had that thing. So, yeah, uh, $30,000 headers was <laughs> not in the cards for me at that point in my Dang life. It. Yeah. Oh, but it would have sounded so good. Oh, it would have been raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Borla catback exhaust from there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I would I'm, love I'm, I'm drooling over here. Yeah. For those who can only listen. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So Matt, yeah, you've got much more experience. You you are a certified auto technician, right. so you've worked on other people's rigs, yeah, for a living, and then got to work on yours for fun. For f- so well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> sometimes just to get me to work. <laughs> oh yes, your beloved Ford F one fifty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, do we do we need to have a moment of no. silence? Uh, We've already been uh, there. Yeah, We've done that. Right. It'll be so. Uh, what what would you like to share with our listeners about how how do they what where do you get started where do you get started yeah that's a great place to start um <laughs> probably probably like i guess you would need to define what it is you want out of well, your yeah, rig, that, right? that that's probably really the best place to start because like 
it, for for somebody who wants to modify a vehicle, there's a reason right. behind why they want to modify the right. vehicle. Uh, whether it be style, whether it be how useful it is, right. uh, performance, whatever the case is. Which style? Mm. I'm just going to throw this one out there. I might yeah. anger a bunch of people, but I am performance first, style much later. Well, uh, yeah, and I'm so, okay with that. Um, I'm, I, that. Yeah, personal preference. Function over form. Right. Right. Yeah, and I'm I'm good with that. Um, a lot of times, and you can you can YouTube it. Yep. Like for weeks, there are right. videos about what should be your first modification to your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so many people say wheels and tires. Mm-hmm. That should be first on the list. That should be what you do first. Um, Again, that's it's not the wheels bad, part is style. The tires can be could, substance. Yeah, could be substance. The wheels too. I mean, if you yeah. it, if if you're talking about a high dollar set of performance wheels mm-hmm. uh, that that can be two, three, four, six, eight hundred dollars. A piece, right? You're talking about a serious um, chunk of change that you're putting down to modify your vehicle, right? So for me, like one of the one of the <laughs> one of the things that I do almost right out of the gate with most any of the vehicles that I own is I want to be able to hear it, <laughs> right? I'm kind of with you. Uh, again, we've covered my yeah. modifications. So yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like being able to hear my vehicle. The 08 F-150 that mm-hmm. I had for like seven or eight years. When I bought the truck, and probably a part of the reason that I bought that one and not another one we were looking at, somebody had already uh, put a Flowmaster Super 40 okay. with dumps on <laughs> it. So it sounded good yeah. when it fired up. Um, and it was loud. Yeah, uh, You could definitely hear it. And, yeah. I knew um, when you pulled up. Yeah. Um, shortly after, because uh, it was it was also the vehicle that that my folks were using. You know, between the three of us, there were there were two and three rigs between my mom and dad and myself. I was living at home at the time, so they were using the truck as often as I was using the truck. Right. So my dad brought infinitely practical too. I mean, right. Oh yeah, yeah. My, everyone needs a truck. My dad came to have lunch with me one day uh, down. I was working. And uh, he pulled up and he said, hey, come check out what I did to the truck. Oh. And he had gone to the muffler shop and had the guy put pipe extensions that went up and over. It was a pair. They went up and over the axle and out the rear corner uh, behind the rear wheel. And he fired it up in my heart sunk. Like. It got quiet. It was like, what happened to all my sound? (laughs) Like. I, just you know, and he he'd rev on it a little bit. I was like, yeah, okay, all right, you know, trying to trying to play it down, you know, not that's uh, your utterly heartbroken at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. And then I drove it. Yeah. And an amazing thing happened because uh, for those of you who have put Flowmaster mufflers on your vehicles, um, which is probably a majority of people who have put exhausts on themselves. Yeah, yeah. it's typically fairly inexpensive mm-hmm. entry uh, into the muffler world. Um, they have a tendency to resonate mm-hmm. somewhere in the RPM range on most vehicles. There's a resonance area, usually yeah. three to 800 RPMs or so of just loud, obnoxious in your face. Does rattles not your sound good. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound good. Nobody All, likes it. 
and and my truck was not an exception to that rule. <laughs> so it was loud. It was somewhat, you know, annoying. Uh, those two pipes run, I mean, it, like going from six inches of dumps mm-hmm. to four feet of up and over the axle and out the rear quarter, right. uh, rear corner under the quarter, uh, made so much difference. Yep. Because. Took care of all that nonsense. It, it, it really did. And it meant that at 50 miles an hour, when the truck went from 2,200 RPMs in third gear and locked into overdrive, mm-hmm. you couldn't hear it anymore. Yeah. So for road trips. It was perfect. It was awesome. <laughs> it was smooth. It was quiet. It was uh, loud when you wanted it to and be and quiet when you... When you mashed on it, it woke up. It sounded good. It sounded mean. Uh, so I, after that, I loved it. Uh, a little heartbroken right at first because I like to hear them. But, but it, it really was the best thing for that. Um, so exhaust tends to be where I go first. Right. Uh, you can get mufflers for $25 at the parts store. Yeah. And more than likely... If you're messing around with cars at all, you have a buddy who has a welder. <laughs> so <laughs> ask around a little bit, find out, all right, who's got, you know, even if it's a stick welder or yep. or even better than that, a lot of the parts stores now will have uh, measuring devices that you can put over the pieces of pipe mm-hmm. in different places and measure the size or the diameter mm-hmm. of the tubing, outside diameter. And a lot of parts stores will actually sell um, adapters little yep. tube extensions that you can use to um, to add in or change or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you could actually no weld in a muffler. All yep. you'd have to do is cut out the old one, measure the pipe, figure out what size you need, put those sleeves in there, put the clamps on with the new muffler, you're done. Well, that's essentially what my Gibson Excelsior yeah. was on my truck. It was a bolt-on system. Yeah. No weld. So it's, it, I mean, even as simple as a $25 welder or a $25 muffler at the parts store, and another 20 bucks worth of clamps and, and yeah. fittings, and you're ready to go. You've got a whole new vehicle. Um, and I will I will allude to <laughs> my issue with the Subaru. Yeah, you, you tease everybody on Facebook with a uh, Facebook Live. I definitely did, yeah. About uh, your Subaru and the one major gripe. The one huge issue that I had with that yeah. car. I could not hear it at all. Well, a little like, four-cylinder engine, not, yeah, but nothing special about it. Third gear, like 45-ish miles an hour, so 3,500-ish RPMs. If I had the windows down or the radio on mm-hmm. or the air conditioner on any more than the first speed, <laughs> I couldn't hear the car running. It was so dead gum quiet. <laughs> Which is a gearhead. That hurts. That hurts. It was, but that's yeah. where I am with my cruise, uh, in, yeah. unless I mash on it. Or I love. So I've got the turbo, uh, the 1.4 turbo, <laughs> and uh, there's nothing special about it. you, you got to spool <laughs> that little uh, noisy snail up oh, yeah. uh, quite a bit to actually get any juice out of it. But driving with the windows down, which the weather has just turned perfect oh, for yeah. driving with the windows down, hearing that little thing spool up, yep. man, I love it. <laughs> yep. It's great. Yeah. Yep. It's got no power, but man, oh. it sounds. It's I need so a turbo fun. noise button on you the do. board. You I got to track one of those down. Yeah. 
Anyway, sorry. I, so, I digress. No, that's fine. Um, I, I That's that's my go-to. That's my... Uh, you got to be able to hear it. I got to be able to hear the rig. So what would you do, Matt? I cut the muffler off. <laughs> <laughs> before I had anything to replace it with, before I had... So you are trying to sneak in uh-huh. and steal one of the awards at our Unlikely Heroes Garage Not shop, at all. Uh-uh. Car show. No, I would... Most... I w- Unlikely to pass inspection. You, you just you want to sneak in and steal that away from all of our listeners by going no no yeah. It's it completely legal. <laughs> sure. Ish. Sure. Yeah. We no. Don't believe that. Uh, I I have since modified it again uh, further. Okay. Further uh, because after I cut it off uh, and it it is two point five i. It's not a turbo. It's not huge. It doesn't have big power. It does have two-inch pipe from the heads almost all the way out of the car. That's impressive for a tiny little motor. Yeah, I was expecting like inch and three-quarter, you know, inch and five-eighths kind of a size coming off the heads at least. But it's two-inch from the heads all the way out. So, uh, it it's – I can hear it. Yeah. (laughs) But it, it, it is, it, I, I had to, so I cut the muffler off. It's back mm-hmm. underneath the trunk. <laughs> uh, it weighs like 3,000 pounds. And so you're saving weight now. I, well, yeah. Except weight reduction. for the fact that you've got it in the trunk. Well, yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, weight, weight reduction was no, no weight reduction was not the reason I cut it off, <laughs> but, um, I cut it off. So it, it comes out from, or it doesn't come out from under the car, but right where the trunk's at, it kind of 45s up and then 45 back to point towards the back of the car. And that's where I cut it off. And it's like 20, 22 inches from the rear bumper. Yeah. And it just kind of dumps exhaust gas underneath the back of the car. Yeah. And when you roll the windows down, yeah. it sucks that out of the wheel wells and into the car with you. Yeah. So before I had my boys ride with me, <laughs> I did add, I I uh, I kind of uh, scavenged some parts. Yeah. From the old F one fifty. Oh. I uh, I hope it doesn't kill my Subaru. <laughs> um, but I did. Bad I, mojo I, coming <laughs> coming over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I had I had uh, a section of tube that was right about perfect length, yeah. but it was two and a half inch. Yeah. Um and. I added that to it. The car wasn't loud when I cut the muffler off. It wasn't a bad sound. It's, it's not a tuned sound or anything. Right. It's just straight piped. Um, and I put that on there, and it kind of acted as a resonator, so it's a little louder. <laughs> um, Which I'm sure you love. And it's still not. It, yeah, I mean, it's fun. You know, 6,000 RPM shifts uh, are, are a lot of fun in that yes. car. It sounds really good. But driving around town, it kind of drone-y-ish. Yeah. It's not great. Um, I'm I'm taking a long way around to say, if you're gonna modify your car, a muffler is a cheap, easy way to do it. Buy it before spend you cut it off. <laughs> the money to put a muffler on your car. Yep. If you want to spend more than twenty five dollars, there are mufflers out there that start at twenty five, and they go thousands all <laughs> the way up. Yeah. Uh, the sky is the limit when it comes to stuff like that. There's Borla mufflers, mufflers that I can't talk tonight either. 
There's Borla mufflers. Podcast host. Mufflers. Golly. That'll go for $250, Just for the muffler, not the whole system or anything like that. So, yeah. Borla, like, with money in my pocket, Borla is the brand I would go to. Me too. There's Magnaflow. There's... Right. Oh, my gosh. There's Edelbrock. There's... Flowmaster. Flowmaster. Holly. Yeah. 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 So, Borla is definitely the one. Uh, If I ever end up with a V8 again... I, I plan on finding Borla yep. for that vehicle. Yep. So you and I both seem to be on the same page mm-hmm. of uh, function over style first. Uh, that's not to say that those of you who go out and purely upgrade the looks of your vehicle, that there's anything wrong with that. There are definitely many ways to go about. Oh, yeah. There's no... Well, there is a wrong way to modify your vehicle, Uh, but there's no wrong area in which to start, Yeah, I I guess would be the right way. Sure. And, you know, we've had discussions new versus used on this channel. We've had discussion build versus bought and all that. And so really it's where are you at this moment and where do you wish to be? Yep. And what what is your overall vision? What are the steps you have to take to get there? We have got... You have made connections just in your three-plus weeks of ownership of this Subaru, and you are already concocting this vision. Oh, I'm definitely (laughs) concocting. But I I just want to throw a wrench into all the workings that are going on in your brain. Right. I want to pose a a little challenge to you and our listeners. Let's make this a little bit of a, a community project, Okay, if you will. All right. So, why don't we allow our listeners, the gearheads of the world, have a say, maybe not dictate, but have a say into what happens to said Subaru? Does she have a name yet? She? Does it have a name yet? I was. I, I was, don't want to assume. I was going to bring up the uh, the name thing because I've been tossing around some ideas. Okay. Um, one of the ideas I had was uh, Scarlet. Which I know you've had. Yes, I have a vehicle named and of Scarlet. Course she was Scarlet. Right, right. <laughs> Scarlet Red. So. so here's here's how twisted I have gone to get to Scarlet. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> All right. For those of you not in the know, the 0607 Subarus mm-hmm. are called Hawkeye. So you're laughing at me already. As soon as <laughs> as soon as you headed down the path of. I, yes. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're they're considered Hawkeye um, because of the shape of their headlights, right. kind of sweepy and with a little point. Really pretty. I I like them a lot. Yep. Um, the Hawkeye transition to get from it to Scarlet would be through the Marvel cinematic, cinematic universe. universe yep. the, you know, Hawkeye and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Black Widow is played by Scarlett Johansson. So that's that's a. a possibility of an avenue to get to a, uh, a a name the other possibility and you're gonna hate me for this one you're gonna hate me try me for this one uh because there is another famous character okay with the name hawkeye okay uh from a television show that's older than you and I. Okay. 
Um, and there's a character on said television show that often shares the screen with the character who goes by Hawkeye. And her name is Margaret Hot Lips Houlihan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so Margaret is also on the table as a possibility of a name. So let's pivot this that, conversation, uh, shall we? <laughs> and I'm going to throw your own words back at you here. Okay. Uh, because uh, you have mentioned in the past that – so I, I've – I've already named my next truck. I don't right. even have one. Right. No serious plans of owning one. Mm-hmm. If it's a Silverado, I've already named my next truck. I should say that. Yeah. Um, you have been of the mindset, get to know mm-hmm. the vehicle a little bit and see Definitely. the personality Definitely. come out. And I'm saying, why don't we stick with that <laughs> train of thought there, Matt? Because, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, <laughs> so the car... Margaret Hot Lips Hulan. Yeah, you know what show I'm talking about, right? Uh, I don't think that I do, <gasps> just off the top of my head. MASH. Okay, yes, okay. So yes. Margaret from yes. MASH. Yes, okay. Also affectionately known as Hot Lips. Yes. Mar- so I wouldn't call my car Hot Lips. I would call my car Margaret. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 all over the place with blessing. Bless your have, heart. It's got to have a reason behind so, it. It's got to have. Okay. You so, know. all joking aside, going back to uh, making sure that uh, there is personality, and right, right, thought behind it. Uh, we're gonna. I I think I've talked you into this idea of allowing our gearheads in on the process. Why don't we come up with who she will be? Okay. Because it, it, I do, I get the feeling these were both female names. Uh, figure out who she will be first. Right. Because, I mean, as you were going through how you got to Scarlet, I like Black Widow. That'd be an awesome name. But it's a white car. Currently. See where I'm going? Hmm. See where I'm going? Hmm. So, um, why don't we give it a little bit? Okay, <laughs> I'm in no maybe, rush. Maybe, maybe we, maybe do we do like a a, a poll? Yeah, yeah. That we would do. have. So, like, all the names would be ones that I would be okay with right. the car being called. Right. right. And and I say we do the same with. Do we offer modifications? Do we offer a write-in option? No. 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 I mean, how how bold are you going here, Matt? Yeah. I mean, it's your car. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. Me personally, this could be a lot of yeah. fun, though. I yeah. mean, like uh, you and I have talked about this a, a bit, and I think, I think absolutely, there will be some steps to the process that will involve our wonderful, amazing listeners. Yes. Um, did you know that Richard Hammond, the hamster, the hamster, um, actually had this done? He purchased. A, uh, I think it was a Morgan. Okay. And every option was voted on and selected by fans. I will say the hamster has a slightly bigger audience than we currently do. That does not mean we love, we don't oh, love no. yeah. those of you who are following us and supporting us along the way so far. Um, He's also got a little deeper pocketbook than yep. we have yep. at the yep. present moment. Yeah. Anyway. That could change, though. Yeah, very quickly. I mean, our wonderful listeners could 
you know, help us out with some Patreon donations yeah, or so uh, head on over to GT Garage Talk <laughs> slash support and you'll find out all the ways that you can support our channel. Most of which cost you zero dollars and zero cents. This is true. Very true. Honestly, the podcast is the core of what we are doing. And if you can just share with your friends, yeah. let them know that there is quality content from Matt and myself out there in the world and that you do not have to be a car genius no. uh, to appreciate our humor and what <laughs> we've been through. Uh, burning our hands on hot exhaust, like, come oh, on, man. man. Uh, but yes, so you can go as easy as sharing our podcast with your friends your yeah. your inner circle all the way up to yes supporting us on patreon and there are different tiers that get you different perks along the way including uh at five dollars a month you get to hear just a little bit more from us after yeah. each episode yeah so exclusive content uh some more laughs along the way there's some cool merch too you can get at our, our uh, yeah there's some merch cool merch uh some uh you some, can get uh, some discounts through patreon as yeah. well so there are different definitely ways that you can help us out and we truly appreciate any and all help that we can get along the way uh we've got some awesome content coming up oh yeah as well so as we record this i have yet to do it but i'm going to our first media event uh, where we will get to drive and experience uh, some vehicles firsthand and get to share those with you, grow our YouTube presence just yeah. a little bit, uh, find our automotive voice uh, as far as reviewing vehicles just a little bit, kind of try my hand at it. Uh, but we've got that coming up. We've got some awesome interviews that I don't want to jinx them, so I won't tell you who. <laughs> Uh, but I am very excited about some pretty three, awesome, yeah, three interviews that are currently pending recording yep. that I cannot wait to share with our audience. Uh, just stay tuned. Again, share with your friends, share with your family, share with your inner circle. Uh, we've got some great stuff coming up, and it's only going to get better the further down the road we go. The more polished Matt and I get, yeah. with this process and. Uh, Man, I, I, I really can't wait. Uh, and then we mentioned our car show. We've got our car show coming up. End of October, October 24th. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. Unlikely We're, Heroes. Unlikely Heroes car show. So Cars we, cars like an 07 Subaru. Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah, Impreza yeah. 2.5i. Like a 2013 Chevy Cruze Eco with yeah, a yeah. six-speed manual transmission. Yeah. Or yeah, like a cars uh, kind of like that, like a uh, a late nineties um, Crown Vic. Oh yeah, with like two hundred. What do you say? 250,000 miles. Something on that along those lines. But uh, go on GT Garage Talk slash Car Show. You'll find out all you need to know about our impending car show. We cannot wait uh, to see you, our gearheads, at this event. Absolutely, uh, it's going to be a fun time, and uh, yeah, very much looking forward to some of the future content that we have coming to you who knows by the time you're hearing this even more stuff may be in the works uh, matt and i've got some harebrained ideas that we're working <laughs> out the logistics of so who knows uh some cross-country road trips uh we've had some discussions but there's some awesome stuff coming that we just need like i said working out the logistics oh, yeah. of yeah but if you want to interact more with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are all at GT Garage Talk. 
And you can, like I said, we've plugged it several times just in this outro. Head over to gtgaragetalk.com and you can get in contact with us. That way you can let us know a little bit more about you. Yeah. Uh, we want to hear back from the GearHead community. Absolutely. We want to hear about the modifications you've done or attempted or are thinking about doing on or, your vehicle. Or maybe some of the mods that I should do to my vehicle. <laughs> exactly. And we will have some polls coming up on how Hawkeye at this point right. will be upgraded yeah. and maybe find a better name down the road we'll we'll see we'll see who knows who knows but like i said we want to hear back from you facebook instagram twitter all at gt garage talk gt garage talk.com for all your latest news car reviews car information things of that nature check us out on youtube too there's lots of great content up already uh right there behind you saying goodbye to the f-150 it's not that sad but we are, we are growing in what we are doing and cannot wait to just keep producing great content for you. But until next time, bye.